Previously on the Thorks. Havok, the great leader, ordered 200 Vikings to attack the Anuraki island in order to rescue Astrid. Eirik convinced Havok that it would be a good idea to send Kala on this mission and into the battle. Kala asked Eirik why he had done that and Eirik told him that the Anuraki people and the Vikings have always been rivals and that the Anuraki had killed his great-grandfather. He also told Kala that his biological father's name is Klopokis, the prince of the Anuraki and he is probably alive. Kala asked more information about Klopokis and Eirik said that he was an evil man and he had done an awful thing. Now without any further ado, let's start episode 4. Arik answered, Colin, I know more information about your blood father. Never tell anyone I told you this. Your father's name is Klopokis. He's known as the Prince of the Anuraki. Your blood grandfather's name is Badish, the King of the Anuraki. He killed our great grandfather and your blood father, the Prince Klopokis, is pure evil. Eleven years ago, the Anuraki attacked a Viking village and your biological father, the Prince Klopokis beheaded the Viking leader and 70 other Vikings. People say that he had no mercy. The survivors said that he had pleasure in killing innocent men and women. That's why the Vikings decided to attack back their island. We were attacked before by them many times. That's why you should fight against them. You're a Viking now. You have a loving family here and we love you. Never forget you are a true Viking and the Anuraki are evil. There is more. The Prince Klopokis is known to have killed all of his wives, including your biological mother. Olaf, our father, could have left you there, but he knew he would have a better future with good people like us. Remember, the Anuraki are evil, Kala said. I'm so sorry, I didn't know any of that. I'm glad Olaf took me as his son. I don't want to be related to these evil people, but I'm nine years old and I've never had training on fighting or whatsoever. How am I supposed to do anything? These guys are warriors. I'm a cook and cleaner, Eirik said. But you look like them. All these filthy bastards look the same. They will think you are one of them, especially during battle. During the battle, they will probably focus on the Viking warriors. They won't even notice your presence, because you look like them. But you must not wear Viking clothes, and you will easily blend among the Anuraki. Nobody will notice the difference. That will be your chance to walk freely on the island and look for Astrid. Find her and take her to the Viking ship in safety. You will become a legend among Vikings, a myth, a true hero, a true Viking. It's likely that you won't even have to fight, Kala said. Do you think I should try to talk to Klopokius, my biological father? Eric said, stop it, shut up, first of all. Olaf is your father, second. Astrid is your responsibility. You've abandoned her. Now live up to your Viking name and rescue her. I'm going to teach you everything I know about fighting throughout the night. And hopefully that'll be enough. Don't try to talk to your biological father. He's pure evil. Don't forget that. He's pure evil. He'll try to turn you against us. Or even worse, he will even kill you before you even have the chance of talking to him. Eirik then taught Kala whatever he could in such a short period of time, all night long. In the morning they slept a little and in the afternoon Kala had to leave with 200 Vikings towards the Anarakis island. But before leaving, Kala said to Eirik, Brother, I'm going to give my best to find our sister. I will blend among the Anuraki and I'll find her and I'll bring her back. I will do as you've told me, Eirik said. Yes, I trust you, little brother. And please, if you see your biological father, the Prince Klopokis, don't interact with him. You only have one mission. 
rescue our little sister. Carla said. I won't interact with anyone. I don't know their language after all. Well, wish me luck. But if I never return, please tell mother and father that I love them. I'm sad that they're not back from that trip yet. I would like to hug them. Eric said. Yes, they should be back by now. It has already been two entire days. But when they return, I'll tell them that, that you left this island as a boy and you will come back as a hero among all the Vikings. Now off you go. Kala got onto the ship and Havok was already there. And he said, Kala, I'll go on this mission with you. I won't miss the opportunity to fight against the Anaraki. Those filthy bastards. Kala said to Havok, I feel better knowing that you are going to be with us. You are an amazing and legendary fighter and warrior. But you are the Viking leader of our area, who's going to take place as leader in your absence, Havok said. I left my younger brother, Lexar, as the Viking leader in my absence. The ship then disappeared in the horizon. Eirik then looked at Alexar, Havok's brother and substitute leader and said, Alexar, what should I do now? Alexar looked at Eirik and said, Go back to your house now, you know what to do. Eirik went back to his house and cooked dinner. Behind his house there was an old tree, and on top of the tree there was a tree house. Olaf had built this house for Eirik when he was only six years old, but he still uses it when he wants to be alone. Eirik climbed that tree and went into the tree house and said, Astrid, little sister, let's go down into the house. Dinner is ready. And Astrid said, Yes, brother. If you want to know how this story continues, please watch the fifth episode. We need to eat and sleep. We will have a long journey tomorrow.